Welcome to Savage. I'm your host, Kelsey Kenry, CEO, wife, and mom of three. This is where you find the aligned strategy and mindset shifts to unleash your power, unlock your freedom, and step into your full potential as a CEO. Every episode is full of tough love and hard truths with a side of tactical guidance to expand your success. You ready? Let's do the damn thing. Hello. Welcome. Welcome back. Thank you for being here. I feel like I should welcome myself back as well every time I show up, right? I'm very excited about today because one of the things that I realized when the little notification popped up on my Facebook actually of starting my first online business 11 years ago. 11 years ago. It's always funny to me because people generally lead with the question of like, how long have you been coaching? How long have you? And then when I'm like, oh, I've been around, you know, this is my 10th, 11th year. Then there's like crickets in my DMs. So it's very interesting to me how people will come in and then when they recognize, oh, wow, she knows what she's doing. She's been here. She, she gets it. How people react to that. I decided that I wanted to share 11 lessons from my 11 years. And I could probably share 111 lessons, maybe a thousand even. But these lessons are extremely important for you as a woman, as a leader, as a business owner, or any of the above, because really these are applicable to so many different areas. And so I want to come through and and give you these 11 lessons today, offer you some insight from somebody who's been there, who's walked through it, who's doing the thing. There are so many people who step into entrepreneurship who don't continue, who don't believe in themselves enough, who don't build the skill of resilience to keep going. And I'm incredibly grateful that I've been able to sustain and continue to build and evolve and grow and pivot and change in these 11 years. So whether you've been here, I feel like I've been on this platform, Instagram specifically, I've been online like 10 years, I feel like now. So I just want to first say thank you for being here, for following this journey. 11 years is a really long time. And I'm really, really proud that I'm still standing because I know a lot of people, you know, when they get knocked down, it's hard to get back up. And so being able to continue to get back up, being able to continue to show up and do what I love and lead women all over the world uh, is truly my purpose and my passion. So let's get into these lessons for you today. I'm also going to be releasing each of these lessons as a reel with some extra like bonus stuff in the captions. So you can catch these 11 lessons here. You can catch them in the reels, but you're going to find a lot of good knowledge for you to be able to apply. And it's not going to take you 11 years to be able to, (laughs) to learn these lessons like I had to. So our first lesson is how you measure growth matters. For a long time in entrepreneurship, I thought growth was simply an upward trajectory, right? It's like you start a business and you have the expectation that a successful business is 
profiting a certain amount, is bringing in a certain amount of income, is reaching a certain amount of people, whatever that is, whatever these numbers that we have in our head. And yes, those are so important. These are absolutely, we need to be able to financially provide for our families, for ourselves. We need to be able to pay the bills. That is definitely part of having a successful business. But also, if you are only measuring growth by upward trajectory, by a vertical line, then you will continue to be disappointed. You will feel defeated. You will feel like you're not meant for this. You will want to burn your business down. And those kind of continuous things that are coming back in your emotions and the way that you're navigating your entrepreneurship, they matter. So if you can change the way that you are viewing growth, if you can put a different set of lenses on and say, growth isn't just about moving up. Growth isn't just about bringing more people into the business. Growth isn't just about continuing to bring in a certain amount of revenue. Growth is also expanding. A great example of this is after every single one of my children, I saw tremendous amounts of growth in my business. It wasn't always revenue at first though. What I believe and what I've seen and what I'm sharing with you is that the waves of entrepreneurship in each of them, whether it's the top of the wave or the bottom of the wave, there is growth. And inside the bottom of the wave, which for me was like when, when I was in slower seasons, when I was, you know, learning to be a mom of one, learning to be a mom of two, learning to be a mom of three. In those seasons, I was expanding who I was. I was pouring into myself. I was expanding my ability to hold a new level, a new capacity. And I believe that has been directly related to my leadership skills, the way that I am able to lead women, the way that I am able to provide the spaces and the experiences that I provide. And so I really would encourage you to look at growth differently. Are you in a season to where you're moving up? Or are you in a season to where you are moving out so that you can move up? All right. So that's lesson number one. Lesson number two, copying someone else never works. Let me repeat that one again, because it's a really important one. Copying someone else never works. One of the most beautiful things about entrepreneurship is there's no rules. When you create your own business, you get to make the rules. The problem lies is that as people, we want the answers. We want a manual and there is no manual. You have to write your own manual. So when you are on, whether that's a social media platform, whatever you're pouring into yourself, reading books, hiring mentors, it is incredibly important that you take what applies to you and leave what doesn't. And that you, the things that do apply to you, the things that you're learning, the things that you are seeing that you like, that you are taking those things and you are saying, what is my story around this? What is my unique expression of this? Because your uniqueness, no matter what your business is, whether you're selling a service, a product, whether you are the face of your brand or not, your uniqueness is a key part of why people will hire you. What makes your business different than someone else? For me, I am different as a mentor because I don't do surface level exchange. I don't do transactional experiences. I go very deep 
so that people get long-term change, not just for their businesses, but for their lives. It has always been both as I've evolved, even when I was a fitness coach, I was asking the deeper level questions of, oh, your, your nutrition and your training are off. But I was asking the questions of, what does your outside environment look like? What does your stress look like? What does your anxiety look like? So regardless of the title that I've worn, the role that I was playing, I have always brought my uniqueness of being the person that is willing to provide a safe space for us to go deeper, to get that transformational change, right? And so your uniqueness matters. If you are only copying what someone else is doing because you're like, oh, they're doing that. And so it's working. And so I want to work with them so I can get that framework. So then I can follow that framework. So it will work for me. It will not work. What will work is you digging into knowing yourself, knowing your uniqueness and seeing that as your highest value. I know how valuable I am. I know how valuable my experience is. Do you know how valuable you are? Do you know the uniqueness that you bring to each interaction, to each conversation? Because honestly, there is so much on social media that is the same message repeated over and over again. It's boring. So how are you standing out? That is your uniqueness. So copying somebody else will never work because you will, if you do that, it won't work for you in the way that it worked for them because you are not them. And you will be just more noise versus standing out. And that is really what we want as people is we want to stand out. We want to be seen. We want to be visible because when we start businesses, we want to create change. We want to help people. We want to bring people into our world so that we can show them a better way. So copying somebody else will never, ever work. That's lesson two. Lesson three, taking care of yourself, yourself, taking care of yourself first is a non-negotiable. It is necessity. I cannot tell you how many incredibly successful women that I have worked with on the outside, that on the inside, they are crumbling. And if you are not setting yourself up, your business for longevity, for sustainability, these are the words that people don't want to say in their marketing because it's prettier to promise instant results. It's prettier to promise whatever you think people want to hear, but I am here to tell you that if you do not prioritize yourself, your well-being, your mental and your physical body, you will not succeed. You will not get where you want to go. And so I encourage you to remember that everything overlaps. That when you pour into your mental well-being, when you pour into your personal development, your personal fulfillment, your vessel that is your body, this is directly related with the success that you can build in your business. Let me tell you why. If you were to draw this out on a graph and you were to draw out, okay, I'm going to put myself, my personal goals, if you have them, and my body on the back burner. And I'm going to focus on this being a push season, a hustle season, because I want this business to succeed. Okay. So we push, we hustle, we focus, we put the business first, 
And then what will happen is you will crash and you will burn and you will be out of commission. This will require an emotional and a physical pullback from the business that will not allow the consistency that you need to succeed. So really, it becomes a choice of, do you want that hustle nose to the grind, run yourself into the ground and then crash? Or would you prefer that if I told you that you would get there in the same amount of time, maybe a little longer, but you would feel better in the process, that you could be present that you could have joy, that your happiness and your well-being could be prioritized, wouldn't you choose that path? That's the path that I've chosen. In 11 years of entrepreneurship, I have never put my physical vessel on the back burner for my business. And I'm very proud of that because it is very easy to do, especially for somebody like me who is always wanting to better my client experience, better myself, better the business, grow the business, grow the visibility. I understand. But putting yourself first is primary so that you can have sustainability and longevity in your business. You didn't start so that you could quit. You didn't start So that you could do it for a little while and then pull back because you're too tired. Your sleep, your movement, the way that you treat your body and your mind matters. Okay? That's lesson number three. Lesson number four. This kind of works with lesson number three. Burnout happens from a lack of boundaries and is rooted in your fear. If you've ever wondered... Why does Kelsey, how does Kelsey help people grow their businesses by helping them eliminate fear and self-doubt and shame? And what are, how are these things connected? This is how. Because if you believe and are fearful that if you set boundaries, if you hold yourself to a certain standard, that you will count people out, that you will not succeed, that you will not bring as many people into the business, then that is what will happen. If you are burning yourself out, if you are noticing a pattern in your business to where you are prioritizing the business, to where you are working so many hours, to where you are sacrificing your mental, your physical well-being, you aren't sleeping enough, you aren't taking care of your body, you aren't eating well, that is because you are afraid. You are afraid of your business failing because you are holding a belief that if you don't prioritize the business, it will fail. And I'm here to disrupt that today for you and give you a full permission slip to set boundaries, to set boundaries that prioritize your mental and your physical well-being and to protect your energy first so that you don't burn out. Burnout is rooted in fear. If we address the fear, you don't burn out anymore. This is why in the work that I'm doing with clients, with, with women that are, that have seen the success, that have seen the external reward, we are addressing, okay, well, if you want to keep going, things are going to have to change. You cannot, your body and your mind will not keep thriving in burnout. So if you are burnout or if burnout is a pattern for you, then you need to address the fears that are underneath that. Okay, that's lesson number, what is that? Well, that's lesson number four. Okay, lesson number five, this is a good one. It's probably not going to work 
the first time that you do it. I'm just being honest. And I know this from experience, which is all of these things are from my experience, like I said, to help you so that you don't need 11 years to learn all these lessons. A lot of times when I'm working with clients and we're doing something for the first time, I tell them, don't have any other expectations, but just you being able to walk through the process of doing it and learning it. If you make that your sole expectation, then you won't be defeated or let down, right? But if we make our expectation that every time we do something because it worked for somebody else, that when I do this, this is going to be the thing that works. The searching for the thing that works will be a fucking big waste of time for you because you are the thing that works. You are the thing that works. There is no magic key that unlocks your success. You are the magic key and discovering how to find and value your magic, aka what I do, will be how you get the success and the change and everything that you desire for your life and for your business. Okay? It probably won't work the first time that you do it. You can't adjust the results, but you can always adjust your expectations. You can always adjust your expectations. You cannot adjust the results. People get so tied to the results in business because we need results in business to thrive. But if you expect that everything that you create, every product, every service, every post, everything to be a hit, to be the thing, then you are putting yourself on an emotional roller coaster that will take you out. Change your expectations so that the results will come. They will come. But if you're riding that emotional roller coaster, it will take you out. Take yourself off the roller coaster by adjusting your expectations and knowing the first time I do something, the only expectation that I have is for me to be able to walk through that, to learn how to do it and show myself that I can, period. That's it. That is lesson number five. Lesson number six, failure is a necessary part of the process. We know this intellectually, rationally. We know this already, but it's important for me to repeat it because just because we know something intellectually doesn't mean that we believe it. Knowing and believing are two different things. Our belief system is what dictates our thoughts and our thoughts dictate our actions, which is why we must change the beliefs for a different result. This is why we must reprogram patterns to get a different result. This is the work that we are doing inside my private mentorship so that you can get the success that you want externally. It starts within. It starts with the beliefs. It starts with subconscious reprogramming of what you think you're capable of. Failure is a necessary part of the process. What if you started expecting that? What if you believed that? You totally believed and gave yourself permission to fail. How many times when you were knocked down emotionally, 
by failure, thinking that you couldn't go on, thinking that you needed to burn everything down. How many of those times, if you had expected, well, man, I guess this is part of the process. What's the lesson here for me? How can I utilize this to move forward? How can I allow this failure to give me momentum? Your failures are opportunities in which you get to take those and think, what needs to change about my systems, my processes, my beliefs, my thoughts? That's what failures are for. If we didn't have those, what lessons would we teach people? If I hadn't fallen down as many times as I have, I wouldn't be able to share these 11 lessons with you today. You pull the lessons that are the most valuable lessons because me coming here today with you, this took me 11 years to learn these things. You're learning it in like 30 minutes. You're welcome. (laughs) It's an opportunity for growth. Failure is a necessary part of the process that is an opportunity for growth. That is lesson number six. Lesson number seven, prioritizing, making a priority of your fulfillment, your peace, your joy, and your presence will allow you to work through obstacles and challenges easier. Let me just be really honest with you. There is no magic potion key code, whatever you want to call it, that will eliminate obstacles from your life. That is impossible. There are ways in which you can handle, respond, react to situations that will make them heavier or lighter though. And so when you are full, because your peace, your joy, your fulfillment is prioritized, stuff hits different. And you move differently through obstacles, through transitions, through changes. So when you prioritize yourself, your personal fulfillment, when challenges arise, because you are fulfilled, you will handle them differently. And when you handle them differently, they don't take you out, knock you down, throw you off for as long of a period of time. Okay? That's lesson number seven. Lesson number eight, if you want your business to evolve, you have to evolve. So many people keep themselves stuck because they are afraid of letting things go that no longer align with them and or they are so tied to looking at only the actions they think they need to be taking to get the success that they forget about who they need to be to take those steps. One of the things that I realize for people when I talk to them about business strategy and and growing the business from a strategical standpoint is that truly, that's easy. The strategy, the steps, laying out a roadmap, that's what people seek because we think that, oh, if I have the steps, I can just walk them. Absolutely. Or can you? Will you? Should be the question. Because when you arrive to that step and you are too afraid to take it because you don't believe that you can, you won't take it even though you have all the steps laid out in front of you. And so those 
moments are the moments in which I challenge the idea that if you had the steps laid out beautifully in front of you, you wouldn't just take them because you haven't evolved enough because you don't have the confidence or the belief in yourself, because you haven't done the inner work to be able to conquer that step. Steps, action plans, they are a necessary part of the process. This is why I have and developed the blend that I have within my my coaching, within my mentorship, because if you, we can talk changing your, your beliefs and reprogramming your subconscious and developing new patterns all day. But if you don't do shit with that, you're not getting anywhere. We can also talk strategy and steps. And here's the next thing, check this box and check this box all day. But if you don't have the confidence to be able to take that step, to conquer that thing, to show up in that new way, you won't do it. It has to be both. If you want your business to evolve, you need to evolve. The next level of your business, the expansion that you're seeking, the visibility, everything that you desire requires you being another version of yourself. That is lesson number eight. Lesson number nine. If your work doesn't excite you or make you happy, the majority of the time, you need to do something else. I think that there is a healthy level of discomfort that comes with entrepreneurship in which it is important for us to stay the course. It is important for us to be disciplined and and have resilience, but never at the expense of our own mental or physical well-being. If your work doesn't make you happy, if it doesn't excite you the majority of the time, if you are crashing and burning constantly, if you don't show up excited to be able to pour into other people's, you need to reevaluate. You need to either do something else or you need to reevaluate how you're doing and who you are being when you're doing. If your work doesn't excite you or make you happy, the majority of the time, do something else. The transition that I made when I... (laughs) 11 years in entrepreneurship, right? So I started in the fitness world. I love fitness, but I did not want to teach fitness anymore. I believe at my core and I still to this day with the women that I work with, tell them they need to move and take care of their physical well-being. It is still part of what I love and who I am and one of my biggest values, but I didn't want to teach it anymore. And I didn't need to make that wrong. I just evolved into a new level and I have continued to evolve. I have continued to learn new modalities to where now the uniqueness that I have is I have the ability to sit down and do that strategic roadmap with you and develop that action and to give you the accountability to push you into those steps that are uncomfortable. But I also have the softness of in the healing hands and the ability to see what you can't see. And so if I didn't let myself evolve, if I started to move into one of these places, learn these new modalities and stunt my own growth, I, my business would be stuck as well. So if your work doesn't excite you the majority of the time, you need to choose something else. Lesson number 10, if you do not think that your business, your services, your offers, and what you do are valuable, then nobody else will. If you are constantly questioning your value, people know that. 
your confidence in how you show up, your knowing your belief in yourself drives your business. I don't need anybody to tell me that I'm good at what I do because I already know. I already know the gifts that I have. I already know the value that I hold. I don't need external validation. If you don't feel worthy of success, you won't have it. I had to work through some darkness around money, around worthiness, but because I did that, but because that I I learned and I now know that who I was and what I what I saw and what I walk through doesn't define the rest of my life. I now know that I am just as worthy as anybody else of wealth, of success, of freedom, of happiness, of joy. But if you don't believe that you're worthy of success, you won't have it. That's lesson number 10. And then our last lesson for today is there is only one difference between you and the person that you think is so far ahead of you. And that difference is they have resilience and have built resilience as a skill. Resilience is a skill that I learned without knowing that that's what I learned. I learned that skill through a lot of trauma, through 10 years of self-destruction. You get to learn it differently through entrepreneurship if you choose resilience. But when you are faced with the waves of entrepreneurship that will inevitably come, will you ride the wave or will you say this wave shouldn't be here and fight it? If you learn to ride the waves, that is where your resilience is found. Riding the waves, understanding that, yes, there are emotions attached to this, understanding that you have the power to dilute, you have the power to make things bigger or smaller. That is who you are. But if you take away that power from yourself by saying that the waves dictate your emotions instead of your emotions get to ride the waves, that you get to ride the waves from a place of peace, from a place of fulfillment, then you keep riding. And if you keep riding, you eventually get there. You eventually get there. Resilience and mastering the skill of resilience will change the way that you do business and feel in your business because it has to be both. I hope that this has been so helpful for you. I hope that if you jumped on late that you go back and watch this. Again, I'm going to be releasing these one by one um, as reels as well, but this is where I got to just speak more, more deeply into each of these things and why I picked these 11 lessons. If there's anything that you take from this, it's that you are the priority, honoring your vessel, your mind, your body, being willing to evolve, being able to continue to grow and being able to have somebody in your corner to give you the accountability, the guidance, the support, to find your uniqueness, to, to rise to what you are meant to be, to uncover that potential that's meant for you is so, so important. I'm so excited for everything that's coming. I'm so excited for this new version of myself and being able to mentor from this full, full place of being able to use all these modalities to be able to bring 
to you everything that I've been doing behind the scenes to be able to come forward and mentor from a new powerful place in which the work that we do together is bigger. It is transformational. It is not being done anywhere. And I'm just so excited to be here and and to be able to provide this for you. So if you have any interest in what our work could look like together, options for working together, please send me a message. Let's have a conversation. There's no pressure around it. People are always coming in my doors. I know that. So I don't do pressure around people having to come in. I know that they're always coming and I know how good I am in the work that I do is. So if you want to know what this looks like, if you want to know what it looks like behind the scenes to bring this beautiful action and business strategy and steps alongside healing and repatterning and looking at rewiring and being able to become not just not just who you think you should be, but who you actually are to find that most powerful version of yourself so that you can run and lead the movement that you're, that you're meant to lead differently. That's what it comes down to is who do you really want to be and how can you be that person and lead in a new way because you need to stand out from the crowd. So thank you so much for being here today for listening. Again, if you came on late, please, please go back and just watch this all the way through. I would love to hear your feedback in the comments, any of these um, 11 lessons that really resonated with you. And again, if you have any interest in talking about what our private work could look like, if you have interest in my retreats, and I also have three new offers that I am releasing for ways for us to work together for Black Friday that will be on pre-sale. So lots of options for you to do this work, for you to become this new version of yourself that is so necessary for you to get the success that you want. So send me a message. We'll talk there. Enjoy the rest of your day and let me know if you have any questions. If you are a CEO or entrepreneur, I want to invite you into a space that's unlike anything out there. CEO Power Hour is a free monthly live experience that you can join in person or virtually to get your questions answered to fulfill the desires for your business. Inside this room, you bring your biggest goal, the obstacles you are experiencing, or anything you want my expertise, eyes, and ears on. This guidance, along with the ideas and inspiration from other powerful women, allows you to be fully immersed in the energy of being supported and learn in a completely new way so that you can expand your business and your life to the next level. I created CEO Power Hour to bring together powerful business owners for connection, collaboration, and coaching. This is your invitation, and it's free. The link is in the show notes, so I hope to see you at our next monthly meeting.